This is episode 48 of Bella in Your Business. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Welcome to Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta and Today, my next guest, we were at Social Media Marketing World together with 2,999 of our other closest friends. We actually never met there, but we did meet when a bunch of people from Social Media Marketing World got together on Facebook split screen. I was on a split screen. Heather was watching. She reached out to me afterwards and was just like, hey, what's going on? I have some clients in Arizona and I also have some, uh, what did you have? You had someone in the grooming sector. Yes, pet yeah, industry. The grooming So we kind of connected over there. We connected, we became Facebook friends. I saw how wacky and awesome Heather is. She was outside, her towel was up on her head. She had wet hair, riding around with her kids. I'm like, this is a woman I could connect with. (laughs) So I asked Heather to come on the show. And just so you guys know, Heather is like this triple threat. She is the CEO and founder of Sweet Tea Social Marketing, the Elizabethtown family, and the founder of Sweet Tea Social Marketing Academy. She's a social media speaker, strategist, trainer, that specializes in helping Christian business owners, entrepreneurs, discover and how to grow in today's noisy marketplace. Heather has a corporate and local-based client experience and enjoyed speaking at Social Media Marketing World this year. Like I was saying, she is a proud mother to three kids under 12 and is excited to start her podcast, Sweet Jesus and Sweet Tea, which is launching June 2017. Heather, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Bella. I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. And do me a favor. I didn't want to butcher your last name. Go ahead and say your first and last name for us. Sure. So it's Heather Hyman. Okay. Thank you. It's so funny because when we're on Facebook, we never have to like pronounce everything. (laughs) I know. It's so funny. Like occasionally, like I was listening to different people and you you pop in their Facebook live and they're like, oh, Heather Hyman's here. And you're like, okay, they know me because (laughs) nobody who doesn't really know me, they don't look at it and think that's how it's pronounced. (laughs) So that's when I know when you're in my inner circle, when you do live videos and you give me a shout out and you say my name correctly. I love that. That definitely does say that you know me well. So why don't we take a step back here? And what I really was attracted to you is not only that you ride around on your bicycle with your hair wet on your head in a towel with your kids, but also your love for Jesus and that you're a Christian. I am too. And I weave that in and out of everything I do. If there's a good Bible verse that can drive home a blog, I'll be the first one to put it in my blog. But I was really drawn to that aspect of you too. So start me out with when did you start And how did you start your company? And how was the decision to incorporate your faith into it? How did that all happen? Sure. Well, in 2000, I was in the digital marketing space, more so working at a digital company focusing on graphic design and web design. So that was my very first initial kind of like intro to this world. And then all along... When I even left that job, I was always building communities online. I was building Yahoo groups for moms that lived in Germany when I lived there. How do you get here? How do you get to this pool? Here's photos and here's a map on how you can take your child to this spa in Germany. And then I fast forward. I ended up, my undergrad was in special education. In 2010, I got a master's degree while I had a six-week-old, a one-year-old, and a five-year-old. Shut the front door. (laughs) I did. So I got my master's in management and leadership. 
And it was then that I really was like, I am, am almost a workaholic. And I don't say that in a braggadocious way. Right. But when I find what I love, like I struggled to push myself away from it. And I said, I want to be a mom 100%. I've always wanted to do that. But I said, there's this business side of me that like, loves this, but just the the traditional work hours of nine to five, put your kids in daycare was like never on my radar. Yeah. So while I was in graduate school, I graduated in 2010 and I said, I'm going to create my own company and I'm going to be the decision maker, which means I'm going to work while my kids are sleeping or while they are at school. So I launched business number one in 2011, which is called Elizabethtown Family. And the whole business model was create a website that is the go-to digital resource for busy families to find fun things to do. And therefore, while I have the eyes and attention of every adult age 20 to 50 with kids, I will be able to monetize this by every local business wanting those people's attention to. So I grew that and I grew it all on social media. Wow. I mean, literally nothing, no paid ads. Today, I still run that company. It's been five years and I maybe have put $200 in Facebook ads in five years. Wow. So the town has around 30,000 people. I just crossed 10,000 followers on the page. So a third of the town's population of adults are on my page. So my website traffic is phenomenal, but I grew it all using social, which then just led to the Chamber of Commerce asking me to help them. So I then became like a relationship manager for the chamber. And then small business owner just kept asking me to consult with them to say, can you help us? So fast forward in 2014, my husband got a job transfer. We came to my hometown of Columbia, South Carolina. And I was at this place of, honestly, I was sad. I was like, um, <laughs> my husband just got a job transfer to my hometown. And I love my family, but I'm really sad because everything I've built is this 30 mile radius. And then once I got over myself and said, you know, if God wants me to have a business, I have to believe that he can do some work out of the zip code. And when I just totally let it up to God and said, just do whatever you want with this, just all these pieces fell into place. We moved in a matter of 30 days. We bought a house. The kids started school. And then I was like, I'm going to create a company doing what I've done and incorporate all of my last 16 years of experience and help people beyond the zip code. So I love sweet tea. And I said, my business is going to be sweet tea, social marketing. And so that's it. I've got clients that I've worked with from Alaska to DC to Texas. Many of them I've never met all relationships established via using social well and building connections. And I have been able to have success and I'm excited to wherever God wants to go from there. But, you know, along that path, I've worked with clients and I still do have chamber of commerces that are super PC. You know, you don't talk about religion and that's awesome. And I am happy to help them in their business objectives. But when I came down to it in my life, as I teach our kids, you know, my husband and I want them to say, we don't want you to do the right thing because we're standing here. We want you to do this because it's glorifying to God. And at the end of the day, if life is short, you know, this life we live is a vapor. And if anything we can do can add to the possibility of someone who doesn't know Jesus coming to the idea of them knowing him and having a personal relationship with him. And if I can incorporate that into my business because it's my business and I can do that, then I'm going to. So that's kind of why, you know, my faith is a part of my business and to other people, you know, they're Christian business owners and even some of my clients, it's, it's you know, 10% in there and other people it's 80% in there. 
And they're not selling Bibles. They're selling chicken sandwiches. (laughs) You know, they have a cross-stitch business. They're interior designers. They're social media speakers, whatever their business is. But I think that's important that if your faith is important to you, that people should be able to see that light that you have inside. I got goosebumps while you were telling me that story because I've never heard that story before. I think it's incredible that you're able to get a third of a population of an already very small population. And I feel like that's going to strike a chord with our listeners because there's a lot of pet sitting and dog walking companies in small rural areas that say like, you know, the town's too small, it's too small, it's too small. And I think what I would encourage them to do is to listen to your story and how you were able to monetize, if you will, and create a whole entire opportunity for yourself and your family off of a small little breadcrumb in the big world, you know? And the other cool thing about that that stands out to me is that everything was a stepping stone. And I think that is what God does to us a lot of the time. And I'm glad that we don't always know the bigger picture because I'm pretty certain that we would ruin it. (laughs) Somehow we would ruin it. But it's really neat how, you know, that season you were in Elizabethtown. That's right. Right. Mm -hmm. And you were growing your, your own talents and ways of doing things so that you could replicate them for the next big step for, okay, I trusted you with a little bit. Now here's a lot, you know, and Oh, I'm so excited to watch you like just grow and explode and take this next step. Oh, thanks. So tell me why should business owners not be afraid of this? Because like I was saying, I know a lot of people are like, yeah, well, I don't even know where to start. I tried Facebook ads. I posted knowing I don't get engagement. So it turns into frustration and I think fear. What would you say to those people that are listening, thinking that right now? Okay, well, a lot of people I feel that are new to the idea of using social media, regardless of their age, but let's just say maybe they're over the age of 35, okay? Uh And I'm 42, so I really try to get myself into the mind of the people that don't personally love Facebook, but they're kind of drawn to realizing that this social media thing is real and that it can positively impact their business. What The the number one myth I want to put in your mind to bed is the idea of thinking that it's unprofessional to be more human, that it's unprofessional to like act as if everything isn't always perfect, that it's unprofessional to show the photo of like the behind the scenes office of, you know, your grooming business or your salon. The uh, exact opposite is 100% true. So the more you ask yourself these two questions, how can I show up, act like a human being, And number two, how can I show up and deliver the information and the answers that my audience has? I will then be on the path to success. I love that. It's the whole transparency thing, just put in a different way. It's the getting on the bike with the... I will never forget that. Like, because we all do it. We all get out of the shower and throw our head in a towel and you're out there riding bikes with your kids like that. I just, I love it because those are the things I think that accentuate what you just said. It makes you human. Yeah. And it's like, especially if you have a pet grooming business or you're a dog walker, you have the salon. Okay. Whatever the size of your town is, whether it's Phoenix or whether it's Elizabethtown small, the people that you're trying to attract have pets. They also may have kids. They like going to local festivals, things that are happening. So it's not bad 
on your social media page to talk about the local festival that everyone's talking about, take it a step further, pop yourself over into Canva, take five minutes, make yourself a free graphic that you made, type in the bottom the name of your business or your hashtag or the link to your website, and then make the graphic all be about that festival. And then go to your page. If you don't have like a website with like an event section, we can just do this real simply. You upload your custom graphic that you made, you talk about the awesome thing that's happening tomorrow, you know, that you, everyone in your town, you know, cares about, even though it's not specifically about your pets. Why? Because your audience does something other than just get a pet sitter and just get their dog groomed. They're getting connected. And so when you can put that out there, people who don't have dogs, people that do, they're going to like it. They're going to comment. They're going to engage and they're going to start sharing it. So if you live in a small town, any business owner listening, if there's a new restaurant opening in your town, unless you are the restaurant yourself, you need to post that IHOP is having their grand opening on May the 30th. Because you know what? I've done that in Elizabethtown family. We got 297 shares in the first six hours when we posted that there was an IHOP grand opening. Like just have your eyes open to what's happening and include your conversation a part of that on social. I can't agree with you more. When I had my pet sitting company, I sold it a year ago. I had it for 14 years and I just got in the mindset of thinking like a journalist and anything that happened. Um, we had a breast cancer walk, you know, where you have cheering stations and we did like a pet cheering station and we blew that thing up and invited everyone to come out with us. But you're right. I mean, I think that oftentimes in the pet world or in any kind of industry, we think very singleton, you know, like it's only about this topic. And we forget that people have a lot of different interests and varieties. So what are some steps that a person should understand about social that can significantly impact business growth? I feel like that's what we're talking about right now. What other things could we add to that? Well, one main tip I have is, you know, there's all this talk on your personal page and your professional page. Different people may have different opinions about this, but here's my thought. You definitely need to make sure that you've got a business page that you are one showing up consistently. Yes. Consistently for one brand may not be the exact same for another. For example, Elizabethtown family, I can post no joke six to eight times a day and it's active and it's hopping and it's jumping and it's fabulous. And then I have other clients that we may do more so to two to three times a day. And someone else is feeling amazing if they do, you know, seven times a week or five times a week. Do the best you can, keeping in mind the Facebook algorithm is making it harder organically yeah. for you to get exposure. So I do think you need to be posting more often, but be consistent. And then when you think of business and you think of your personal page, I like to think of it like this. Don't be that person that every single post on your personal page is about your business. Mm. Like, I know you're passionate about it, <laughs> just like the Mary Kay lady is passionate about it. We're all passionate about what we love, but we don't want to like take advantage of or we don't want to make it seem as if that's all we are about. Yeah. And then I think the complete opposite is true. Sometimes people never mention their business like it's a secret. I don't think that's being genuine either. So have your main focus business wise on your Facebook business page and then on your personal profile especially if your business is a part of who you are, I feel that you should sprinkle, sprinkle pieces of your personal page talking about your business. 
So for example, if I'm like, I'm so excited, I just finished my, you know, seventh podcast interview. This feels great. I'm getting better. And again, that's not a plug. That's not a pitch. That's not a like download my podcast. Yeah. But it's just sharing what I'm going through in my business. But again, it doesn't come off as in like everything's all polished. Just be yourself, but kind of sprinkle onto your professional or your personal page what you're doing in your business. Right. I found that... There is a big shift going on right now, Heather, where people are thinking like, well, do I stay on my personal page? Do I stay on my business page? Should I put some things public on my personal page and share it to my business page? There's so many different strategies you can employ. And I think it goes back to like what your online social strategy is, which is where someone like I'm sure yourself comes in, right? Yeah. And I'm again, lately, and if we're recording this, you know, summer-ish of 2017, and lately I'm seeing a lot more people, quote, influencers doing video and doing live video from their personal page. But the subject line is not necessarily buy my course. This ends at 10 p.m. It's kind of like, how is fear holding you back? Yeah. And then they'll do like this Facebook live, but they'll be genuine and they'll talk about personal experiences. Oftentimes it might be business related. And I'm not saying I don't think that there's anything wrong with embracing that on your personal page. But I kind of think it's interesting when it's like all the time you go to their business page, there's none of those videos and it's all just on their personal page. Mm -hmm. But it's like at the end of the day, there's so much hoopla and type about like personal branding. And so at the end of the day, Bella has this business, but Bella also is a mom to a beautiful daughter. And Bella has these other parts of her life that are who she really is. So I think that fine line between like my business and my personal branding, I think that we're kind of right now in a place where almost everybody is kind of testing that and seeing like, what can I get away with? What's really helping? What's getting traction? What is my audience like? Yeah. And I think for the business owners who are the pet sitting and dog walking business owners out there, you might not be wanting to necessarily build a personal brand per se, and because you want to keep it more about the company as you grow with staff. However, I think it's totally fine because this day and age clients are going to seek you out and I'm sure they have friend requested you. And so maybe occasionally it's okay to like drop some breadcrumbs and do things on your personal profile, but make it public and allow them to follow you without actually being friends. So it comes back to your strategy. Heather, we got to take a short break, but when we come back, I want to talk about how working with churches has helped you with your business and expand into a variety of industries. We'll be right back. Want to get yourself or your staff pet first aid CPR certified, but don't know how? Gone are the days of having to take off a day of work just to go sit in a classroom. Take it online. Pro Pet Hero is a veterinarian trained program given in modules that test your knowledge of the material at the end of each section. Pro Pet Hero can even give you a certificate to show all your clients and post it on your website. Imagine future clients being drawn to you because of your extensive knowledge. Sign up today. www.jumpconsulting.net forward slash CPR. That's jumpconsulting.net forward slash CPR. Use coupon code CPR-PETSITTER for 10% off. And we're back. I have Heather Heinemann on with me today. And Heather, uh, let's go into how does working with churches, how has that helped you with your business and work with a variety of industries? I think it's helped me a lot. When I went to social media marketing world in 2000 and. 15, I made the strategic effort of pretty much saying like on my business card, you know, serving 
Christian business owners, churches, nonprofit. And I put that out there. And uh-huh. for many people, it might feel like you're limiting like who you're serving. But I found that, you know, in the world of all the social media strategists, in the world of all the people that are out there, that's who I said, you know, if my phone were to ring 10 times, that's who I love serving. Does it mean every client is a church or is a Christian business owner? No. But when I took that step out on my business cards, in my bios, when people are announcing me, it just slowly started helping more people have me top of mind. And then I started started getting messages from people or from churches saying, I hear you work with churches or other people say, Hey, I work with churches. And someone said, Hey, do you know Heather Hyman? And so like, I feel you and I need to set up a Skype call because all these people around me say we should know each other. Yeah. And so when I niched down in that direction, you know, I found that, you know, a lot of the churches that I was personally working with was more so on a consultative basis. So they would hire me to come and do like a one hour strategy session with them. They'd complete a client questionnaire and then maybe they had someone on staff or maybe it was even the secretary at the office who likes social media but they needed more of the tools from a business or from a church growth perspective how to take what they know about social media so i would create and consult with them more so on like a one-time basis and then say here are 15 things like your church's budget may not have the bandwidth to hire me and let's have a retainer and work all together ongoing but here are 15 things that you could change or tweak that you currently have on your social media and shift it. And then these are some things that this person that is on staff that wants to help your church and like, let's help you empower them with these three tools with, you know, us doing a 20 minute Skype together. And now that person who is in their church or they have a team of volunteers and they are able to feel that they're taking their love of social media and they just needed a little bit of training and then they're able to help their own church. So like, I've kind of seen that. That's It's not like my, um, you know, at the end of the day on my business finances, that's not like the number one thing that's like blowing my accounting off the water, but I'm not doing it for that purpose. Yeah. I'm literally saying, hey, if I can help this church with this two and a half hour like package and they can help themselves to be able to move forward and have social make them be a part of this conversation. Like, I love that. Mm hmm. What I hear in that is that you're doing it because it's from your heart. It makes you happy. It fulfills you. But from a business perspective, I hear and I think about, and I'm going to say it again, I've said it three times, the breadcrumbs that you're potentially dropping because you're essentially working with these people, throwing them a bone, if you will, and helping empower themselves so that maybe when they do get to the point where they are ready to take the next step forward, you again are the top of the mind. You are they're expert. You are the one that shares their faith, that understands their core value and their heart and someone that they can trust. And I think that's like priceless, right? I mean, absolutely priceless. Yeah. I mean, when you take what you love and you do it and you do it in a servant's heart, I feel that God can significantly bless you far beyond what you'd even imagine. And this particular example wasn't necessarily a church, but my local chamber of commerce is like super small town, like 2000 small, but literally their meetings and everything are two miles from my house. Uh So if I can go to a meeting or if I can show up, I help them, I do their social media. And this was when I was like just moving to town. So the package and the rates that they had were like my just getting started prices like crazy. Everyone else has moved forward, but I'm like, this is like my just serving and just helping and giving back. Yeah. But literally just showing up, just being there, 
it led to someone that was there that left that got a new job and they're in a meeting and they said we need a social media strategist and this girl that I had talked to several times at some of the business after five events said you should call Heather so it's like that one thing that I was honestly saying to myself part of me is like really why am I even doing this but I'm like, I'm doing it because I love it. It's helping them. And it's two miles from my house. Like, let's do this. But it ultimately led into a huge client that I'm able to work with and be a lot more strategic and go in and help them and get all of their social accounts set up and have them on an ongoing basis. So, you know, it's exciting just to see how opportunities in business, when you just go out and you treat people the way that you would want someone to treat, you know, your grandmother or the way you would want someone to treat you. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And I love that you're getting out from behind the computer. You know, you're not just behind your keyboard. You're not, you're not <laughs> staying like this and, and saying, and I think too many of, yes, I think, I think too many, for those of you who are listening, we're holding up our keyboards on our forehead right now. I think too many of us do that and we're afraid to get out from behind the keyboard. And again, if you are a dog walking or pet sitting company, this means like getting out and talking to the pet store, talking to the veterinarian. I always loved, I'm going to throw out a couple ideas just because this gets me excited. I always threw out or went to a veterinarian who would get on camera with me and I would say, hey, tell me how hot is too hot to walk your dog in Arizona? And they would tell me and I would say, great, that's our policy. And so when I got people that called me and said, I want you to walk my dog and I said, sorry, over 90 degrees we won't. Oh, but I do it all the time. Sorry, it's a vet endorsed policy. Here's a video, you know. Like it just helps back up your business. It There's so many different ways you could take that. But when we have a veterinarian on our website endorsing our policies, endorsing our company, that veterinarian could take that video and show it. Like, there's so much cross-marketing and juices that could be squeezed from that that I think the main idea of what I want our listeners to take away, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this too, because after all, you are my guest, is that be human, get out, <laughs> no pun intended, get out from <laughs> behind the computer and don't be afraid to be authentic and to share your needs and your excitement with the world, because it doesn't matter how small. I love that you came from a 30,000 person town, because that's like the number one thing I hear with some pet sitters. It's too small. It's too small. And I really feel like, and now it's going to sound like a pitch. If you had someone like Heather on your team, showing you how you can just attack that. And the proof is in the pudding. Heather you built that website from nothing, thin air, <laughs> and you were able to leverage it. So I'm going to throw it back to you because I just got way too excited. No, no, you're fine. What would you want people to take away from this conversation? I think the thing that you mentioned made this idea pop in my mind is that when we sometimes say, you know, be yourself, go online, go on social, create a video, be who you are, be transparent. I think sometimes that comes across as, hey, be the life of the party. Hey, you need to turn on your extrovert self. <laughs> and I honestly am an introvert. Like I really am. I love the camera. It doesn't scare me. I have no problem speaking on stages. But to be honest, my happy place is in my pajamas in four days or, you know, clothes. I, I will get dressed. But my happy place is like, I could be fine, like never going to the store. I like say, oh, kids, we'll go shopping on Saturday. Like I make it be like, it's this big deal. Uh -huh. So I think that your introverted people listening and your extroverts can still show up on social and you be 
you. And so if that means that you're not like bubbly and bouncing, I would still maybe say smile. If you're going to make a video, <laughs> smile, but still be who you are. And, you know, there's the balance of be yourself, but yet always try to keep improving what you're doing. Right. So if you're doing video, I would challenge you if you're currently doing it, not at all, make a goal in the next 15 days to do one video. If you're currently doing two videos a month, I challenge you to do four videos in the next 30 days. Keep stepping it up a notch in the same, if you're not doing video, if you're just doing postings, take five minutes, go into your Facebook insights, look to see what posts are getting the most traction and create more posts that your audience on social media is liking. Yes. And the more you do any of these things that Bella shares with you every single week on her podcast or the things that I'm talking about, the more you do it, the better you're going to get. And if your goal is to grow, if your goal is to get more clients, if your goal is to have more people have you be top of mind when they need a pet sitter that they can trust, that's going to show up, that's not going to forget to let the dog out, then you need to take it seriously and say, well, I can't just on one side of my mouth say, hey, yeah, we're awesome. We're really great. We're going to show up and then say, well, if someone were to go to my page right now and I'm just going to call you out, yes. if the last time you posted was Preach 11 it. days ago, you are not coming across as if you are relevant and you are not coming across as if your social media audience matters. So do the work. There is no magic pill. And if you don't want to do it, call me or call Bella or hire someone else who will do it that can make you look well and help you shine. Okay. If my audience just fell in love with you, like I did, how can they contact you? How can they get connected with you? Tell us about all the projects you get going on and what the best way is to reach out. Sure. So, well, the best thing to do is to go to my website, which is sweetteasocialmarketing.com. When you're there, a couple things, all of my social media icons are across the top and I don't advocate everyone being everywhere, but mm -hmm. since my job is social media, I like to have the philosophy of don't hire me to help you if you can't go to that platform and see I'm doing it well. Amen, sister. So I sister. like to, to walk the walk. So sweetteasocialmarketing.com. You can see lots of free content on my blog. You can see that I'm going to soon, and depending on when you're listening to this, <laughs> come check out my podcast, The Business Jesus and Sweet Tea Podcast. And then sometimes people want to work on a one-on-one -on -one basis and they want to have a strategy session or they want me to create their social media strategy for them. And then they want to go and implement it. And then for clients that are more so on a budget, um, you may want to check out my Sweet Tea Social Marketing Academy, which is a monthly membership and you just pay you consume as much information as you like and you stay as long as you want. I love it. Wow. That is fantastic. I definitely want to have my own personal conversation with you. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for your time. I know that you have inspired many listeners. I just know it because I know my listeners. So I cannot wait to see what relationships spark out of these breadcrumbs. And just God bless you. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you so much again. And I look forward to seeing you again in person, Bella. Absolutely. This has been another episode of Bella in Your Business. You guys, don't forget to like and subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. And don't forget to check out Heather's podcast as well. Remind me of the name. It just came out. Business, Jesus, and Sweet Tea. Business, Jesus, and Sweet Tea. Go ahead and like and subscribe to that as well. And remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for jumping with Bella in Your Business. 
For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.